This is Everything with Allie Levine, hosted by Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, influencer, and Bravo reality star, Allie Levine. On this podcast, you'll get a mix of, well, literally everything, from motherhood to fashion, lifestyle to spiritual well-being, all real and raw. Allie interviews celebrities, experts, influencers, entrepreneurs, and so much more. Tune in weekly to be inspired, empowered, and entertained. Hi, loves. Welcome back to Everything with Allie Levine. I'm Allie, and I'm so, so excited for today's guest. She has been on my show before, and I told her she had to come back because legit, she was one of the favorite guests of my entire show since the show has started. And I have the incredible Lori Ladd, who is an Ascension Guide and the author of the upcoming book, The Divine Design. And Lori, last time she was on, talked to us all about, for those that, you know, did get to listen, all about what's happening in our world and how to look at things. And those that missed it, I will link it here so you guys can hear it and then hear this one. But we wanted to go into a part two because there's been so much going on in the world since. And I told her, I was like, Lori, I have to have you back because everybody loved you. And they felt like, not only they love you, but they connected with you and they just felt like more calm. And so did I, raising my hand. So Lori, welcome back to my show. Thanks, Allie. I'm glad we were able to uh, to to schedule this in, and here we are. November here we are. Twenty <laughs> second, and uh, nothing's really changed except everything has. <laughs> oh my God, right? so true, right? It's like, well, it's almost the end of 2020, but somehow we still feel like we're in the beginning of 2020. <laughs> oh my God, I don't remember what month it was that we connected, but um, like, a, was it like a month and a half, two months ago now? something like that oh god it feels like forever i have no oh, idea blur. I'm, I'm with you and then like you know i'm a mom of two so it's like everything i write everything down or i just legit forget <laughs> yeah yep i mean whatever it all seems like the same you know it's just like okay how do i survive the next the next now moment the next day and and what's coming i have no idea let's let's just let's just do this let's go you know yeah. um so i'm excited to be back and and just hello audience uh, <laughs> Hello, hello, and uh, yeah, let's have some fun. Yeah, excited. I'm, excited. I'm so excited. You know, the last time you were on, I had so many people reach out to me and say, oh my God, I hadn't heard of Lori. Now I'm following her. Now I went to her Patreon. Now I'm here. Now I'm there. And she just makes me feel so calm and everything. And I'm like, well, that's why I wanted to have her on because I told you when we connected on social media, I felt the same way. I immediately just felt your light and your realness and just guiding people but still being real with people and I felt like okay I can listen to her I can like go you know check out her IGTVs and I get something I'm not just saying that because we become friends and we're on here together like I actually go on every day and watch her IGTVs and get something from each clip even if it's not the whole thing it's like something resonates and it's like I think that's so important right now for the collective all together for us to find things that resonate with each other because it's needed. I agree. I agree. I think that, you know, one of the most, something that I was feeling a lot last night. So today's December 20 or November 22nd. So November 21st. Um, one of the things I was feeling really deeply into was how we've all come together. It's this weird energetic family all over the world. Like, I don't know you, but I love you. And I'm like, Oh, we are doing this together. Right. There's this this, this powerful energetic web that has begun to form. And I've never felt it as powerful as I feel it right now across the globe. Um, I don't feel alone in this. And I, and 
you know, I, I think that we can feel pretty isolated and alone right now because on a physical level, we are sort of continuing to be shut in to our houses. But on an energetic level, I mean, we are all, I shouldn't say we are all, that wouldn't be true. Many of us, millions of us are really beginning to wake up, step up and like, and do, do the, do the work, do the energetic work and the, and the work for the collective. Um, so it's, it's, it's an amazing time. It's also a really tumultuous and crazy time. And every day we need something like, you know, something to remind us of what's happening, something to keep us going, something to, I mean, anything, right. We're just trying to grab for anything. Yeah, it's so true. And, and you're right. It's like, it, it's interesting. You were saying like the millions have awakened. Like I feel so grateful that like I have awakened and I have that like peace within me. I was talking to a friend the other day and she was saying to me, you know, like everything that happens rattles her. And I was like, look, first off, you need to turn off the news. Stop like listening to everything that's out there because at this point it's just noise. And I was like, you need to like go inward. And like you said, like do the work and work on yourself and like figure out what that looks like and how you create your own peace. Because I think that's so important right now in finding, you know, yourself and like, you know, you being an Ascension guide, when we were talking before we came on, you were saying like, we should really discuss the fact that we are multidimensional beings. And I don't think everybody truly understands that they just look at their self they look at what's in front of them and that's it it is what it is what it is and this is what's in front of me and this is where I am and this is you know and it's like but that's not really true no not at all and it's interesting because we will pigeonhole ourselves into a specific way of being and it's I think a lot of it is unconscious right like I'm supposed to be this way. Like I grew up in this town and I grew up with this family and I grew up in this school and I grew up and I do this job and I look a certain way. We pigeonhole ourselves in these boxes and it's safe, it's comfortable and we frame our life around it, okay? What's happening right now is all of that is crumbling and we are being asked to really step out of these boxes. Like it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter what school you went to. It doesn't matter what family you came from. It doesn't matter what job you do. I mean, it matters sort of, but really it doesn't really matter when it comes to surviving, right? Like when you're in survival mode of like, oh my God, my freedoms are being taken away. So what, that's what it looks like, right? Around the world, not as much in the United States, but depends on where you are in the United States, but you know, there's this survival feeling, anxiety, right? And so these boxed ways of being that we've held ourselves in, they really go out the door. And then you start to step into this multidimensionality, which means that you are not just what you see on this surface layer of my name is, I do this job, right? We start to go into deeper layers of who we are, the light, the frequency, uh, different states of consciousness. Um, when did I incarnate down? I know I didn't incarnate down. I, I know I, I know I came from somewhere. I'm not a human, right? I'm something else. So we start playing in all these different realms while we still are holding ourselves in this physical form with this physical name. My name is Lori. Your name is Allie. We have family and friends and, you know, we still play that role, but we are, we are layering up. We're, we're, we're becoming multi-layered. So it's like, what else is in there? What else is in there? And as you go deeper and deeper into these layers, into these multi-dimensional aspects of you, 
these different states of consciousness. Wait, what does it mean when I open my heart up a little bit? What does it mean when I look at some of my trauma and release it? What does it look like when I start to have compassion for myself, right? Like when I let things be okay, these are multi-layered ways of being. And when you go deeper into these layers, what happens is like that surface layer, even though it's important, it just, it's only one layer. It's just one layer. And what I was saying with you that I want to bring up is for somebody like myself, who's a spiritual teacher, I show up in a specific layer, right? My layer is like, I'm going to make everything okay. I'm going to, I'm going to remind you of how awesome you are. Um, I'm also going to point some things out and I'm going to remind you what the big picture is, right? But I'm also human. I'm also Lori Ladd. Okay. I have a lot of trauma. Uh, you know, my parents got divorced. I had, you know, sexual abuse in my life. I had drugs. I had eating disorder. I'm a human. Okay. And people look at, there's this frame that we have around teachers. There's this frame that we have around famous people. There's this frame that we have around political people. We could name all kinds of people, actually, if you start thinking about it, right? Religious people, right? There's a frame we put around them and it's like, oh, they have to behave this way. And it's, it's like, yeah, but they're, right? it's like a- yeah, like they're this. And if they are a famous, if they're a celebrity, then that means dot, dot, dot. Well, does it? If they're a priest, that means dot, dot, dot. If they're our president, that means dot, dot, right? I think this is even unconscious. I don't even think a lot of us are aware of it until we start to come up against their humanness. And when you start to come up against the humanness, it becomes this like, wait a second, that's not the agreement we had. I'm listening to you because of this and this and this and this, right? I'm watching you, I voted for you, I'm turning on the TV because of this, this, this. And we don't like to see the human aspect of them. But what's happening right now in this entire human collective, this massive shift in consciousness is all of that's breaking down. You're becoming aware of the multidimensional aspect of this human, including politicians, including religious leaders, including Hollywood, including all these people that we have put on pedestals and we're watching now, oh, maybe they're actually human. Maybe they have trauma. Maybe they have crazy crazy stuff they do in their lives, right? That has to break down. This all has to break down. These layers have to come out and we have to start to absorb the whole enchilada of the person, right? it's just an interesting thing to start thinking about. It came up today for me and I'm like, what is, what is that, right? Like, what is this that we, we, we hold these, this strict standard for people? Um, and then it's like, well, do you do that to yourself? Do you hold yourself in a strict box? You know, it's like, it's just something to think about, you know, like, do I hold myself? I don't, but like, you know, do people hold themselves in a strict box? And it's like, this is who I am. So this is how I have to behave and I can't show people who I, all of me, you know, when you think about going into a relationship, you always show them like the best part first, right? So it's like, are we doing that all over the world? And is that one of the things that's breaking away? I don't know. I'm just asking, but it's something to think about, you know, because it is, it is coming up more and more and more. um, I think in our world, you know? Oh yeah, no. And I think that's really, I mean, I think beautifully said, and it's true. I mean, even for myself, like, you know, when I went from being like, you just said with the titles, like celebrity stylist, Bravo TV personality to then being new mom, you know, and going through a traumatic C-section and birth. And then, you know, having all these things go on where I wasn't able to get back to work. And I went through heavy postpartum depression and my own trauma and all these things. 
but wasn't able to show up as who Allie was anymore. And at first it was like just detrimental to me and my mental, you know, state of being and everything, which is why I think I had the postpartum depression because it just became so dark because I was like, I can't show up as who Allie is in quotations. And then it was like, okay, then who am I? Then what is this? And then once I was finally able to like find the light in the tunnel and get through that, I broke through and was like, okay, I'm no longer that person, but now I've rebirthed this new version of me. And then now I can actually be more vulnerable. And now like sharing my vulnerabilities and sharing all the things I went through. Now it's like, I'm serving other people because I'm helping them because they went through it or they are going through it or whatever it may be. But I would have never been able to show up that way had I not given myself that permission after coming out of all the darkness to say, okay, it's okay. I no longer look this way in the public eye anymore. Now I've shifted to this. And if you had told me years ago that would have happened, I would have been like, mm, you're crazy. Like, no way. I'm always going. I'm like, like the, the way Lori and I are on right now, like I know it's a podcast, but we're on, you know, video talking to each other and I have no makeup on my hair. has been a messy bun. And I would have never showed up like this a few years ago because it just wasn't me. It was glam, you know, lashes, you know, all nine yards. And once I became a mom and I'm super busy, I'm lucky if I can even get anything on my face. You know what I mean? Right, so, right. You know, it's, it's just been a change for me. And it was a change I had to accept because in the beginning, I wouldn't accept it. It was like, I would rush to a red carpet and bring, you know, Amelia with me as a tiny little three month old. And I'd be exhausted, falling over my heels, trying to get dressed and do all these things. And I would do it. But at the detriment of myself, I would be exhausted, depleted, all these things. But as long as I showed up looking on point and together in my mind at that time, it didn't matter. Now I see how not healthy that was for me and how I am okay with showing up as just Allie and being more vulnerable and being, you know, more real. And that when I choose to be glam, I choose to turn on, as I say now, then that is that persona of what I'm doing and what I'm working in. But I am not living in that anymore. And now I am just, I'm just Allie and I'm all the things and I'm not just one thing. Yeah, it's this multi-layered. As you were speaking, I was like, you know, this is one of the gifts I think a lot of us, because I received it as well. I mean, who I was in March, I am not the same. Per- I'm much more open. I'm much more vulnerable. I'm much more me when I show up now. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, how much more of me am I going to give today? How much more of me am I going to? Yeah, because when you were talking, when you were talking, I got goosebumps because I was like. You know, when you move into higher states of consciousness, because that's all that my, like, like how I, I see everything from that perspective of like, oh, it's all about higher states of consciousness and us ascending. We have to be able to allow ourselves to step out of this matrix. There's nothing wrong with it, but we have to allow ourselves to step out of these boxes we put ourselves in so that we can be all of ourselves. And then when we want to go back into that box, we go and play in that box, like the glammed up. Allie plays the glammed up Allie, but she's also no longer neglecting the vulnerable, authentic, raw, real, beautiful Allie that doesn't need to have glam Allie in order to feel beautiful, right? So it's like, there's these layers upon layers, which is what I like to call this multidimensionality, because even though it doesn't look multidimensional, it is because you're embracing, you're beginning to embrace all these aspects of you, these little pieces that put the pieces together to create the puzzle of Allie or the puzzle of Lori. And we, we, that's part of shifting. That's part of ascending. That's part of moving into these higher states is, oh, what parts of me did I neglect when I was seven years old until the age of 30, right? Like, what? 
what parts of me was I told isn't pretty or isn't okay, isn't, uh, should be silenced, right? I mean, how many voices, especially women, not to say men's voices aren't silenced, how many women's voices are silenced, you know? Um, I think a lot and, um, and, and, and now they're coming out, right? So it's like, I think for me, one of the most challenging things that I'm going through right now as a teacher is showing up as more of me as opposed to I'm now the teacher and now when as the teacher you show up as the teacher and how do I start to move aspects of Lori in there as well mm -hmm. right and that's that's multidimensionality that's embracing all of us I mean you think about like when you go see certain people or your family or you know you put on a hat you put on what if we didn't you know what if we didn't put on a hat right no, so true. Right. You're right. It's like you, you, sh you show up wherever you are, friend, friend, family, work, you do, you put on a hat, you put on some kind of whatever to play into what you're walking into. And of course, if you're going to work, you're not going to play, you're not going to be how you would with your girlfriends out at, you know, oh, at sure, a bar. Sure. But I mean, what, but, but there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a vast layering to who we are and a, a surrendering into all of these parts and to be aware of that and to observe that and which parts are we ignoring which parts are we denying which parts are we saying are not good and I don't know about you but for me two things happened one there was this initial sort of like oh my god like how am I going to be received right and then the second piece was oh my god I'm free mm -hmm. yeah it's like a sovereign feeling yeah, I was I like three, three, three on the clock. I was like, I just got chills. Um, it's true. You, you know, and in the beginning, you're right. Like when I first, so like I'll never forget when I, I came off of social media because I couldn't handle looking at all these, you know, pretty pictures and even pretty pictures of myself on the red carpet and all these things, and I couldn't show up that way anymore. And I would like get depressed. So I signed off for a couple months because I just like was like, forget it. I can't even do my job. I can't be on here. And when I came back. The first picture I posted was like of my body and of me talking about like how I felt so alone and felt so lost and felt like, you know, I'm not the person that I thought I was and I can't show up and be that person. I can't pretend to be that person here. And at first I had so many people like unfollow me and message me and were like, oh, I don't want to see that. And, you know, all kinds of stuff. And it was like, oh my gosh, like, what did I do? Like, this is crazy. You know, like, I'm, like what am I nuts? Like how you were saying, you know, just like this, like am I crazy? Like, well, maybe I am. And you just like start to second guess yourself. And then, you know, after quite some time, I started having all these moms rally around me and just different women who were like, thank you. Like I feel seen and thank you for sharing that. And I feel the same way. And all of a sudden it was like, holy crap. It was so freeing, like you said. And that's how this podcast was originally born. It was all about my postpartum depression and my own journey, just needing to get it out to say, you know, vocally, not just write it to feel like I was just speaking it into the world. I didn't know who or care was listening just to get it out. And then it became an actual show for people to be real and raw. But, you know, in the beginning, it was so scary. And it was so like, am I crazy? What is this? People think I'm crazy. So I must be crazy, you know, and then like you said, that sovereign feeling came later on, that was like, Oh, my God, I feel free. And you're right. Every time now, even now, when I write things on my social, I feel free in what I'm writing. And I don't feel judged. And I just feel like, Oh, okay, I'm just like, essentially just you know, dropping little things of me and it's, and it's fine. And it's crazy how much it resonates more now than it did before. And I look at like before with my feed, which was all pretty and glam. And I would think, 
that's what everybody wanted to see. And that's what, you know, everybody would respond to. But now my following is like so much more, more and my community is so much more. My relationships are so much more and it's an actual community and not just quote unquote followers. And it's like, oh my God, I actually have relationships with these people. We actually all like connect and talk and I'm, I'm me. And like, how beautiful is that? You know what I mean? A thousand percent. I know exactly what you mean. I, I, uh, I had a massive sort of breakdown. When was it? Right around, shoot, it wasn't actually that long ago, maybe right around the election. Mm. Um, Understand. Not a break, <laughs> right? Not a breakdown because of the election. <laughs> but I, but my humanness was really wanting to be shared. So a lot of my own, you know, kind of truths and opinions I hold back because it's not necessary in order to teach what I'm teaching, right? But what became apparent for me was I have, there was a, I don't know if you felt this way as well, but there were pieces of me that I was silencing and I could feel that silence. I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not being me. Like I was being me and I was teaching, but I, I was also not a hundred percent me. And I was like, oh, and it got louder and louder. And I was like, oh shoot, we've got a little problem here. Um, so I took like two or three days off where my guides just like gave me this massive smackdown of like, you need, they had me fasting and they had me like literally clearing out my body and kind of an upgrade, an energetic intense upgrade where it was like, you've got to learn how to show up as you, but in a, in a way that is, um, uh, how do I say this? Not as emotionally charged, like I was right after the election when I recognized that my vote didn't count and I wanted to scream. Like, maybe not that emotional, but like, you've got to share your voice. Like, you've got to share your voice. You've got to share your voice. And not in the way that I've been sharing it. In more of like my personality and my, my opinions and, and those things are okay. I, I, I refuse to continue to be a spiritual teacher that is not also going to talk about what's happening, the pink elephants in the room. Like you can talk about the, the, the horrific things that are happening as a spiritual teacher. And you can also talk about aliens taking you up on the spaceships and like going into these multidimensional realms. Like it's, it's, that's what, that's what's happening. Um, and, and to be able to embrace that, you know, very much like what you're doing, right? It's like, it's, it's the same thing, but on a different plane, on a different field, right? It's like you're breaking into a new system, a new way of showing up for people that they weren't necessarily comfortable with. And it's like, you either come along or you leave, but we're no longer going to placate to the people that aren't ready. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, good for you. Like I, I appreciate your realness because I think it's so necessary right now because like you were saying about the dismantling and everything that's going on, I do think so much of those systems are being broken down, those facades and uh, you must, you know, show up looking like this. And like you said, you must be in this box and all these things. And I think that's why so many people are freaking out because they're feeling that shake underneath them. And they're like, oh my gosh, no, this is what I know. And most people don't like change. I mean, being real, I don't either, but I've learned to start to, you know, embrace change because I've seen it in my own life actually be a good thing when I've like allowed it to play out and gone with it and seen the fluidity of it, but I was not always that way. Yeah. I mean, it's not easy to change. It's not, it's not easy because you don't know what's coming. You don't know what's going to come. 
you're like, this could be really good or this could be really bad. <laughs> and, and, and like, and I think it, there comes a time, at least for myself, where there, there gets to be this place where it's like, you just don't really have the choice anymore on an emotional level, like on an energetic level, your body's like, I, I have to now speak. Right. Or, and, and the funny thing is the, I, you know, I, it's no, it's, it, I mean, the conversation is going this way for a reason, because I think there's millions of humans right now that are being pushed off their kind of stool and they are being asked to speak their truth and they've never had to speak their truth. Right. And they, and why is that happening? It's happening because you are coming into a sovereign field. You're coming into sovereignty. You're coming into you know, when you start to shift into state, higher states of consciousness, it's almost like there's an earthquake that starts to happen, right? And you're like, everything's rattling around you. So you lived in this really beautiful Pollyanna world. Even if it wasn't Pollyanna, everything was stable. It made sense for 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, right? You knew exactly how life went. Now, maybe it was, maybe it was corrupt, but you didn't care because the surface level, everything worked for me. I don't care about the corruption because I didn't see it. I got a life. It's real good. I'm going to just keep doing this. Right. And then all of a sudden the shift starts to happen with the collective and there's a rattling, a slow rattling. You're like, Oh no, no, I'm still, I got this. I got this. Right. You're like, I'm, I'm still good. Right. Then the rattle gets bigger. The next thing you know, you're the rattling is so intense in terms of everything crumbling around you that you just fall off the stool and you get up and you're like, Holy shit. <laughs> what life have I been living? Do I like this life? And what did, what's that rattling? It's consciousness within your body that is coming up for you to start to say, uh, why am I in this relationship? Or why do I do the, th the things that I do? Or why do I have this friend that talks crap about me all the time behind my back? Why do I hang out with my mom all the time when she belittles me? Why am I in, right? All these things. Why is that happening? Because the shift in consciousness, the amount of light that is coming on the planet right now is literally creating an earthquake effect on the collective, which creates an earthquake effect within your body. And anything that is vibrating a lower frequency than the light that's coming down is going to get swirled up. And so you're going to try your hardest to keep control. Like that's what we do. Right. And eventually you got to let go. And that's what we're doing. We're letting go. You let go. I let go. Millions of humans are letting go. And when you let go, you start to move into these higher states. You start, you start to realize, oh, wait, I'm actually safe breaking down, falling to my knees and crying for three straight days. I'm actually okay doing that. It's actually, it's not bad. It's actually okay if I confront my husband and my wife and say, I'm miserable. Are we going to make this work or not? But I'm miserable, right? Like these things are starting to happen and people are either fighting it or saying, let's go, let's, let's do this. Um, and that's the, that's the, that's the shift in consciousness that we're doing. It's crazy. If you think about it, Ali, cause we're doing it individually, right? Like we're doing it in our own lives and then we're watching and participating in the entire human collective breaking down. Like, it's like my whole body got goosebumps. No. Yeah. I mean, it's my like, fingers keep tingling. <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy that like, not only do we have to do this work and we have to be courageous and we have to keep going, but like, we also have to watch everything around us crumble and break out. And, you know, and I just heard an audience, I heard your audience and somebody, I could hear people saying, well, it's not, I don't think, I don't see the external crumbling. 
And that's there. That's a legit. That's a legit response. I don't. My my external isn't crumbling, right? And it's like not yet. Not yet. You may be okay with all of this, but there will be another now moment where your external is going to crumble because there's this layer effect of of what you're capable of accepting and being okay with. Meaning. As COVID continues, as the mask mandates continue, as the vaccine, um, oh, wait, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Um, as the vaccine stuff continues, whatever continues, right? There's a threshold that humans have and you get to this threshold and you're like, I can't, this is not okay anymore for me, right? And you start to watch things not be okay. There's not, that system isn't okay anymore for me. That's my threshold, right? Um, everybody has a threshold. So unfortunately, we're all, most, most humans will find that threshold based on what's going to unravel. There will be a threshold where you'll eventually say, oh, that's where I, that's where I say that's not okay, right? Mm -hmm. So many people are like, oh no, the, the whole mask mandate's good. The whole vaccine thing's good. The whole political system's good. The whole, all that's good. Media, that's good. I'm good with MSM. Like, um, you know, all of that. Like, I'm good with all that. And that, you know, that's not, not, I, is awesome. Right. And there will be a not so awesome moment for those people, for those humans. And, and that's, ju that's, that's just what's going to happen. Um, but we're going to be ready for it. Cause we've already had our holy shit moment. Right. Yeah. We've already oh, had these. The holy shit moment. <laughs> but you realize, you realize Ali, there are millions of humans that have not had that holy shit moment. I know. So can we talk about that? So like, okay, not obviously because you're such, you know, you're an ascension guide, even though you're obviously still Lori Ladd. Like, it is so hard for me sometimes being real Lori to not, not judge because I, I really pull myself out and don't let myself judge, but just be able to look at even my own family, people in my life and just be like, how do you not see it? How, how is it not? It is so blatantly in front of me at this point. It is so vivid. It is so clear. It is so spelled out. Not even just so, just from like what I read and what I research. I mean, my guides, my own visions, my own messages, my own dreams, like everything within my own inner knowing and self confirms over and over and over again that like I'm not crazy and I'm seeing things for a reason and like this is what it is. And it's like, and then I have, you know, people approach me who are like, well, you know, that's, you know, that's crazy and that's conspiracy and that's this and that's that. And it's like, I have to just like smile and walk away because I, I just want, like, I want to rattle something, you know what I mean? I'm like, how are you not seeing it? So like, let's talk about that. The people that are awake versus really not so awake asleep, I guess. I mean, it's a really big question. I mean, it's a big piece to, to all of this because, you know, I mean, at this point, we're pretty used to it, right? Like, I mean, I think in the beginning it was, well, I would, I don't know if we're used to it, but uh, it's challenging. I'll, for me personally, I just hold on to the notion of cognitive dissonance and that's what I go to. And I just think about like an abusive relationship. Okay. And so I'll go to those two things, an abusive relationship and cognitive dissonance. Now, why am I talking about those two things? So with cognitive dissonance, it's just like when you had your life all, everything was so good, you know, like, listen, life is freaking, you know, I've got family members that are like, they, they have the pink rose glasses on. Like you could have a fight in front of you and they're like, oh no, everything's perfect. And you're like, you don't see the fight 
that just happened in the freaking kitchen during Thanksgiving dinner. Oh my God, no, we have the best family ever. We have the greatest family. We all get along. And it's like, have you lost your freaking mind, right? I, I have family like that. So you want everything to be stable. And so when you start to watch things unravel, you can't function. You've been, you've been raised and groomed and programmed to not see that because you don't know how to manage life with that kind of chaos. You can't, you don't know how to do it. You've been programmed not to. So there's this cognitive dissonance, which is like, you can show me any proof you want to show me. If I believe that proof, everything is going to be destroyed in my life. It's going to crumble, right? They're not caught. They're not consciously thinking this. It's a very unconscious thought process, but you can throw any fact in front of them, a picture, a video, it doesn't matter because they can't comprehend that that could actually be true because it would destroy everything. They won't be able to hold it yet. So that's the first piece and that's happening all over the world. The other piece is this abusive relationship that we've been in with a lot of different systems where we're so used to being beat up and mind controlled and, um, you know, like that Munchausen, Munchausen disease, I think they call it, right? Where like you're, you're, you're the person that has you, um, you know, like if you get captured and like you end up kind of having a, a, a an affinity, affinity towards the person that's captured you, that's kind of unfortunately or fortunately how a lot of humans, the relationship that a lot of humans have with these systems in place, the media, the political system, religious systems. I mean, a lot of systems, we have this really weird relationship where it's a double standard. They're right, we're wrong, right? And, and they're going to tell us like how to be. They're going to suppress us. Uh, we're going to feel like we have a lot of freedom. We're going to feel like we're loved and we're seen, right? Like an abusive boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife. It's like, oh, no, no, I love you. I love you so much. You're so amazing. Shut the F up, right? If they do something bad, right? So like you have, to, you have to play in their game. You have to play under their rules. And if you step out of that game, if you step out of their rules, what do they do? They get louder. They get more aggressive right? And so that's what you're playing with in this whole human collective is those two sort of experiences right now. So if you think about it like that, you have a little bit of more compassion for the human, right? You're like, okay, well, you may be in that abusive relationship with the media right now. And I got it. Like eventually you'll get the smackdown and wake up. Maybe, maybe not, right? You just have cognitive dissonance and you've been programmed your whole life to be able to have a stable life, and you just don't know what to do with yourself if life gets a little bit chaotic, right? And you don't know how to handle life. So when you start seeing it as that, instead of how are you still asleep? Why are you a sleepwalker? How can you not see these things? You see it from the lens of, oh, maybe it's just that they are in that kind of abusive, weird relationship that I used to be in, or maybe they have cognitive dissonance and they can't hold it. Then we have a little bit more of an empathy and compassion for them. Because I will say that no matter what, there will be a now moment where those humans will wake up. Something will hit them across the head eventually, and they will wake up, a lot of them, most of them, many of them. Um, so that's how I see it. You know, I get comments all the time. I'm sure you do as well. And, you know, people want to argue, and they want to belittle you, and they want to name call you, and they want to they they bring you down. And 
you know, I just look at it as just, you, you don't, you don't understand, you don't, you're not holding the frequency to be able to understand my language. Right. And right. Well, and like you said, the cognitive dissonance, it's so real. It's like, I can't hold that. I can't see that. So I'm going to call you a conspiracy theorist. I'm going to call you crazy. I'm going to call you whatever I want to call you because I can't hold the space for what you're saying, what you're sharing, what's being told, because there's no way in hell that that could be real. Exactly. And, you know, a lot of, so the thing about conspiracy theories is, I mean, I've, 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 since I was 13, my mom, I was telling this to another podcast that I did the other day. When I was 13, my mom took me to, my mom was very spiritual, very awake. She took me to this retreat or the seminar in Malibu. And um, they were talking about JFK's death and how, you know, he was killed by the CIA and they showed the video. And it was like, for me, it was just normal. Like, oh, the government killed him. And, you know, it was like, okay, yeah. You know, and they're like, but this is what everyone thinks. And so I always grew up with this knowingness that what we were told is never, is actually not the truth. And so for me, it's easy. It's like, oh yeah, I can hold those things. For somebody that has no idea that the government does these things and has done these things, because you can't wrap your head around a human being that ha that supposedly has your best interest at hand, you cannot wrap your head around that idea, that, that notion. I get it. It's really hard for me to wrap my head around it too. And so they're going to call you every name in the book and they're going to, they're going to put their anger, their rage, their frustration, and their confusion, their fear on you um, because they can't hold what they're feeling around what was just shown to them or given to them. There's just this knee-jerk reaction of like, absolutely no way. And, you know, thank God there's millions of us now that are waking up because the more that we are awake, the louder it becomes. Um, I mean, I've never seen... 9-11 as loud as 9-11 was this year in terms of all of the like just everything coming out about it it, it had never been as loud as this year so you know it, it's gonna it's a ripple effect and there will be you know there's going to be more it's almost like this always happens, it happens very slowly because you don't want to short circuit the human and have a psychotic break, right? So these things are happening slowly, you know, but eventually there's going to be some people that might go to jail. Eventually there may be some people that might have an arraignment. And eventually there may be some people, like these things are eventually perhaps, perhaps going to happen. And, and maybe that will do something to a large group of humans, and maybe it won't. Again, you hold cognitive dissonance and you're going to say, nope, they didn't do it. Nope, they didn't do it. Yeah, but they're on trial. They went to jail. Nope, they didn't do it. Serious. They didn't do it. Oh, okay. Huh. All right. Right? So then what's the next thing that's going to happen that may wake people up into what's actually happening? And I think from the bigger perspective also, it doesn't matter. You know, you just stay focused on your truth. You stay focused on the bigger picture. You stay focused on, you know, what, what's actually happening and that, and that you don't, you don't fight fire with fire. Right. So these people come at you with anger and rage and they want to battle you like battle me back. I mean, I've had people, I don't know if you've had this, not only will they message me on my Facebook posts, no, they'll post something, they'll comment, no response, 
message me, no response. Email me, no response. Facebook message, no. I mean, they will just go at it until you give them something. Um, and so a lot of people want that. They need the, they, they, they crave, they feed off of the response. So it really doesn't have anything to do with, I just want to know why you said that. No, you don't. You actually want to have an energetic, you, you, want, a, you want this sort of power. You want to struggle. You want me to, to have an energetic battle with you. Um, I'm not going to give you my energy, um, which is why I never respond to them because they want the energy. They don't, they, you know, most of them don't really, they want to change my mind or they want to argue and, 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 you know, get upset with me. Why I don't want to do it, you know? Absolutely. No, so true. I mean, I've had the same thing with family, friends, people that follow me. I mean, all kinds of, you know, different relationships where people have said, you know, well, do you really believe that? And, oh my gosh, let's talk about this. And, and they, like you said, they pretend like for a moment, maybe that they're just trying to find something out, but they really want to just unleash and be like, no, 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 you're crazy. And this, that, and the whole thing and blah, blah, blah. But like you said, at the end of the day, the bigger picture, it doesn't really matter because we are moving into higher states of consciousness, whether people realize it or not it's happening. It's been happening. And like you said before, and even on my, you know, our first episode that it is continuing to happen. And even if people aren't aware of it, it is happening. So with that being said, Lori, like, what do you see, or what do you think, like where we are now, we're, you know, now in almost end of November and it's, you know, going to be end of 2020 soon, which is crazy. Um, you know, people keep wishing and wishing, in my opinion, like all over social and everything's, oh my God, 2020 is almost over. I can't wait. Blah, blah, blah. Everyone's so hopeful for 2021 and in my gut and in my like inner knowingness, I know that that's not the case. And so, you know, um, I want to hear from you, like, what do you think we can expect coming at the end of 2020, just in bigger picture and going into 2021 and what the human, you know, as us, the collective what we could be, I guess, expecting and, and how we can also like work on ourselves during that time. I had to, I had to plug in. So it's okay. going to have a different sound. No worries. Um, um, so this is, this is not to scare people. Um, but this is, I want you to imagine this as like the beginning domino, right. That fell. And so it doesn't just drop to the ground right? The domino then hits another domino, which hits another domino, which hits another domino, which is called the physical shift in consciousness. And so each domino is going to impact you and it's going to impact the collective. And when you, when I say impact, I mean, it's going to shift you into higher states of consciousness if you choose, or, you know, you're going to be in a little bit of a battle with it. And it's going to shift the human collective into higher states of consciousness, which also means that that, which it's not what that, consciousness that's not at the frequency that it's moving into will be shown, will get louder, and will be dismantled or alchemized, right? Just imagine a huge cloud, and there's this domino effect of that cloud where it's going to start to shift. So is it going to get better? I mean, it depends. Has your life gotten better? I mean, my life's gotten better, but has the external, does it look better on the external? I mean, I don't know. It's all relative, right? So is it going to get better or is it going to get worse? Both. Is there going to be more crap that's going to come out? Yes. Are we going to have to continue to show up and be courageous and open our hearts 
Yes. Are we going to continue to watch massive systems of corruption and greed and control and manipulation and fear show up? Yes. This is not over. We have not shut the door. It's not like, oh, good. COVID might be done. COVID's not done. COVID's not going to be done for a while, right? So it's like, it's, there, this is, the, we got a lot of dominoes and it's about, you know, you've been doing it. I've been doing it. I'm sure a lot of your audience has been doing it. These are opportunities to show up and to shift, meaning what's showing up in your now moment, allowing you to move into higher states of consciousness. For instance, for you, you have to courageously say, oh shit, you know, the version of me that I used to be, it doesn't serve me any longer. Holy cow, what does that mean? Oh my God, you mean I have to now do what, right? And so these shifts, right, that we're being asked to do, you either courageously show up for it or you hang out until you courageously show up for it. It doesn't go anywhere, right? Same with the collective. So what we're shifting in the collective is going to shift, whether it takes us a year, whether it takes us six months, whether it takes us 10 years, right? It, it's going to shift. We have to go through. It's like pulling off a Band-Aid. And you can either pull it off fast or you can pull it off slow. Now, individually, we have that ability to choose collectively we're a little bit our hands are sort of tied meaning it's a collective so the majority of the collective's consciousness is sort of what dictates how long it's going to take to get there i mean to shift right which is why it's so important if you think of every body every physical body as light and that high frequency light trumps not to use that word, but literally trumps the dark. And so meaning it will, it, it has more kind of power, right? It can, it pulls the collective. So the more bodies that are holding higher frequencies of light, we will be pulling the collective forward like a sled, right? Like, oh, come on, let's do this. Let's do this. But we have to continue to hold the higher states of consciousness, which is speaking my truth, having choice, free will, not participating in fear, not participating in um, manipulation and greed and these systems, right? Um, opening our heart centers more, loving, being more empathic, being more compassionate, all kinds of different things. Staying a little bit more present, try not to go into the future, right? These are higher states of consciousness. Speaking truth to people around you, but with an empathic kind of stance, understanding unifying in the field of divide which means like we may we may not have the same opinion but can we still stand together and play hopscotch yeah i think we can you know so the more we do that the faster we will shift that human collective but we we can't control it so that's the frustrating piece right <laughs> yeah it's true and it's like and it goes back to like you were saying with like you know you turn to someone who isn't there and they really definitely don't want to be and like you said it will rock their world and so they choose to just fight you on it and push you on it they're you're and you're not able to say to them well i'm just actually trying to help you and help the collective move forward and so i've had to also go that too with certain people even as close as i am to them if they just don't get it i've had to just release it and the ones that do and the ones that are actually coming to me or saying oh you know i'm seeing more of this and i want to talk to you about that those are the ones i'm showing up for those are the ones i'm sharing more with and i'm being more vulnerable and being more intimate and the other ones you know it's it's not that i don't care but i realize i can't 
it's, it's just not going to work coming from me anyways. So I have to just let it play, which is annoying, <laughs> um, or to let it play out and just know that, like you said, at some point it will shift and things will happen. You know, um, it's just, it's just such, it's just so interesting. Cause then, you know, when you mentioned, you know, the election and everything and how you felt, I mean, I think millions felt that way. I mean, I know, I know I did. Yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, it still is, you know, it's a very interesting time to be in, especially for somebody. I mean, it, it you know, it's one of those things I'm going to be real careful what I, what, you know, how I, how I do this, but it's, you know, it's not over and it's not over by a lance by a, it's not even close to being over. So that's the first piece. And the second piece is for those of us that know that it's not over, that there, that you know, there actually hasn't been a president that has been elected yet. Um, regardless of what the media has told you, or it's almost like I'll just speak for myself. It's like you're just sort of. It's one of the hardest positions I've been in in a long time because. It's like I know things and I have to not speak about it until and if it comes out. And so in the meantime, I'm just going to. Kind of. And I think we're all in this phase. Tell me if you're feeling this as well. Sort of like this pause, like it's it's eerily quiet right now, right? Like it's very quiet, right. and <laughs> like we're something's about to hit the floor, and um, and I'm prepared for that, and I and I'm preparing for that, and I think I think there are people that are aware of what may or may not unravel because of what may or may not come in terms of the election. But, you know, one of the greatest things that I have always said that Trump has done is that he is breaking down systems. Whether you like him or not, that's what he's doing. And so there is a political system that is being broken down right now, whether it continues to be broken down or not, is up to the collective, but you cannot debate the fact that there are massive amounts of questions being asked right now around the election. And there's a reason for that because our political system has to break down. Our educational system has to break down. Our environmental system, ha everything that has been held in systems of a low dimensional frequency, not good or bad, not right or wrong. It's just a frequency game, right? And so these systems have been held in sort of a manipulative sort of consciousness. And so there's greed and control and manipulation around these systems. And those consciousnesses, greed, control, manipulation, fear, they're dissolving. So if they dissolve, we have to see it in order for dissolve, to dissolve it. And in order to see it, we have to be like, holy shit, there's corruption in the elect in the electoral in our gut in our in our in the way we vote? No way, right? Cognitive dissonance, no way, no way, no way. Other people are like, holy shit, let's get this system out of here, right? Two different ways of seeing it. Two realities. I don't know way, I, I, you know, I don't know which way it's going to go. I mean, I have an idea of which way it's going to go, but I have no idea, you know? Sure, of course. Well, and I love that you said two realities. I think that's so true about everything right now. And it's, it's funny when you said that about like this eerily quiet, because that's how I feel. It's like I said to my husband, I'm like, I feel like shit's about to hit the fan. And it's like, quiet and, and 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 meanwhile of course there's like a huge victory via you know media and everything and screaming in the streets and you know the whole nine yard and social media and the whole thing and then it's like now it's like been very quiet and it's just very much kind of just like you could hear a pin drop and it's like seriously oh, it is 
<laughs> like, the thing about it is like, it really doesn't. So here's the thing that I had to really come to terms with because I swear to pe people, I don't think people really believe me when I say this. I see everything as energy. I see the politicians as, I see Trump as energy. I see Biden as energy. I literally do not see them as like a good or a bad. I don't. And people are like, you're, you know, you're taking sides. I'm like, no, 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 this is literally about energy and frequency, right? So I had to drop into this feeling and this knowingness of regardless of how it unravels, regardless of who becomes the president of the United States, first of all, it's going to have a massive impact on the entire world. That's an absolute. It's a ripple effect around the entire world. And then you have to ask yourself the question of, well, why is that? But that's a whole other topic, right? But it's either ripping the Band-Aid off quickly or ripping the Band-Aid off slow. Either way, we are going to end at the last scene of the movie, right? And we're going to make it through. We're gonna, it's like the notebook where they both end up on the bed, they're holding hands and they die, right? Like that, no matter what, we're gonna get to that scene. It's just a matter of how. <laughs> like, oh shit, like, oh God, help us, okay? Like my guides don't tell me, they do not tell me. And the reason they don't tell me is because anything can happen based on the collective's frequency. And that's why it is so important to hold the high frequencies because the high frequencies pull the human collective into the higher timelines. What's a higher timeline? A higher timeline holds freedom, freedom. Think about this, freedom, right? Choice, the ability to choose. Uh, there's no fear in the higher timelines. You're not inundated with massive amounts of fear, okay? Uh, you're sovereign. You have the ability to choose and to speak there's no censorship in the higher timelines, okay? Everything that I just said is what we're experiencing right now that's breaking down the lower timeline. So if you think, if you try to hold yourself in the higher timelines, visualize the higher timelines and know the higher timelines are coming, whether it's the way you would want them to come or not, that's how we do it. That's the only way we do it. And, um, and so that's what I've been practicing. I've been really settling into like, all right. Okay. Well, there might be a curveball. There might not be a curveball, but for me, in terms of how I was thinking things were going to go, right? I don't know. Either way, we're going to go through a massive shift in consciousness. Yeah. Well, and I appreciate you said that, you know, you look at everything as energy because, like, you even said to me in the first episode, like, everything is energy. Like, your phone is energy, your energy, your card is energy, like, everything around you is energy. And it's funny, years ago, I couldn't hold like that myself. Like when friends of mine that are more intuitive and, you know, more in that work would say to me, like, we'd be sitting and they'd be like, well, that food you're eating is energy and that bowl has energy. And you, and I'd be like, I would just kind of look at them like, oh, okay, you know, sure. But now, you know, I, I get it and I see it and I understand why you see, you know, both of them as energy because it's like, well, at the end of the day, because we are all energy as a collective, it's like, well, where is that energy going? And like you said, it's not about necessarily right, wrong. It's really just about the frequency level of like, what do we all want? Where are we headed? What, it, you know, what does that look like? Yeah. I mean, and it's like, well, how do I know that something has energy? It's a, it's a feeling, right? So energy is an, it's, it's a, it's a, you feel it in the body. There's a, there's a knowingness or an intuitiveness. 
And, you know, the other thing is, is that many people will feel a really high frequency with one person and somebody else may feel a completely different frequency. It's based on your frequency. So your frequency is going to dictate how you are feeling towards other frequencies. And that's not to say that a frequency is wrong. There's no such thing. There's no such thing as a wrong frequency, right? There's no such thing as a wrong politician. There's no such thing as a wrong anything or a bad or a good. It's literally about the consciousness that the system or the person is playing in. How are they being in, in it, right? How are they being? And I think what's so complicated in this third dimensional realm is that there are a lot of smoke and mirrors that we are trying to break out of, that we have been conditioned and programmed to not even be able to see. Like we, we really, so many of us can't even see the smoke and mirrors that are in front of us with certain people. Um, so we have to just really allow everyone to have whatever they're going to have. Like there's, I, it's not about debating or a right and wrong, good and bad. Like, Oh, you, how can you not see it my way? How, there, you know, it's, it's not about my way or your way. It's about the entire human collective shifting. Cause at the end of the day, we all want the same thing, believe it or not. We all want the same thing. It's just about frequency and where you're, where, where you're, what, what you're vibrating at you know, and it's just a, a crunchy, crazy, bizarre time right now. Um, but, uh, you know, it's all going to pan out. We're all going to get to that last movie scene. It's just, yeah. I, I don't know how. Message too, because I think a lot of people right now, whether they are awake or they're not so awake, they're either listening to this and not holding it and going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Or they're listening and going, yes, okay. And so then what next and what next and what next? And that's where I feel like it is. It's like you have the, well, what's next? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And then you have those who are like, no way, this is crazy. What are you talking about? Why are more people talking about this? This is insane. You're all part of a cult, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I mean, all the things. And it's just, I think it's good of you to say like, no matter what, we're going to get there. We're going to get to the finish line. It is all going to be okay. Because I think both ends of the spectrum are both doing this like dance of like, well, what the hell is going on and what is it going to be, you know? Yeah. And I think if you think about it, we all, I honestly deeply believe that we all really want to get to that same scene. We all want to be, you know, holding our partner's hand while we, they die. You know, we all want that last scene. It's human nature. Um, and so that's also one of the lessons that we're learning is like, listen, let's stop beating each other up and having this massive divide between each other. And, and this is the really hard part about being the human is instead of fighting each other across the lines, can we start to fight or clear the actual consciousness that we don't want to experience any longer? And that's very difficult because there's so much there's so much opinion. There's so many different truths. Uh, there's so many different lenses. There's so much trauma that people have had. I mean, there's so many variables of how the human is going to experience their reality that, you know, it's challenging to be able to stop going at each other and to start actually looking at the actual consciousness, meaning, you know, what is actually underlying or behind the mainstream media. What's the actual consciousness, the consciousness, not the name NBC, not Tom Brokaw, not 
you know, Anderson Cooper, the person. I'm talking about the consciousness that is breathing and breeding and emanating from that name, from that channel, from that person. You know, people start saying, well, you're, you know, you're saying that this person's bad. I'm like, I never said that. You're, you're, no, that's how you're perceiving it, right? I'm actually talking about the consciousness that is emanating out from that individual based on the consciousness that is stemming from the system that we call NBC, CNN, it's energy. So that's hard for people. But you know, if they can start to pay attention to what they feel, then you can start to actually tap into, well, what am I, what is that consciousness? Meaning, what do you feel when you watch news? I'll tell you the consciousnesses we're clearing meaning the consciousnesses that are gonna to continue to get louder. Here they are, quite simple. Fear, manipulation, mind control, control, and greed. So you ask yourself when you are starting to do your everyday now moments, is this information stemming from fear? Is it creating fear inside of me? How do I know it? I have stress, anxiety, and worry. Is this message creating some sort of sense of control, right? How does it going to make me feel? I'm out of control. I don't have a choice. I'm not safe. Pretty sure that's what's happening around the entire freaking world, right? You don't have to go any further, right? But then let's talk about greed, right? Are there systems in power that are giving me fear and control that somehow have all the freaking money? And are the people that are trying to make a living not the ones with all the money any longer? Where's the money? How's this money system looking right now, right? So when you start looking at it through these lenses, everything starts to shift. Instead of looking at it as like a Biden or a Trump or a Anderson Cooper or Tucker Carlson, right? It's not about that. It's literally about how you feel on an energetic level. That's it. And that is when you start to become sovereign. And that's when you start to become empowered. And that's when you start to become free because you are no longer conditioned. You literally are breaking out of the matrix. What's the matrix? The third dimensional field of consciousness that we were birthed into that holds all of the manipulation, all of the mind control, all of the fear, everything that for thousands of years, by the way, right? But it's not a conspiracy theory. It's literally how we have been raised. And so it just is. It's such a common everyday thing. I mean, look how hard it is to wake up. So, you know, it, it, you can't fathom that this would be the case. And unfortunately, it is. And the more we start to courageously say, well, what if, let me just listen. What do I actually feel? hold on a second, you know, and then you get the smackdown. They're like, oh my God, I had no idea, right? And then you just start to wake up and it's like, oh, what, what? You know, then it just baby steps. Right, well, and I love how you explain, you know, the, the consciousness and, you know, of everything, because I think a lot of people, again, like, you know, just look at it, like you said, of their perspective of like, oh, that's wrong. So this is bad. That's good. This is this, this is that. And it's like, no, it's not about any of that. It's actually about, like you said, of like our consciousness of where we are in that consciousness and where we are going and where we are going from what you're saying is 
that we are going to be more open to things that may not have been quote unquote normal. We are going to be open to things that we didn't think could be possible are possible, positive or negative. And things are going to be broken down in front of us for us to see like, this isn't really what you think it maybe is. Beautiful, exactly. And, and if you think about, and a lot, a lot of people can't even hold that we're moving into higher states of consciousness. Like that doesn't even register for them, which is fine, right? But it is what's happening. And if you think about, if you start thinking about that, like, oh, what's actually happening right now is a domino effect of shifting into higher states of consciousness. So what that means is that now I have to understand what that even means, right? So what is a lower state of consciousness? A lower state of consciousness, a consciousness is energy and energy is an emotion a thought a belief a behavior um a programmed way of thinking so a lower state of consciousness doesn't feel good they're lower they don't feel good it's like it's fear anxiety stress worry sadness depression um, anxiety um greed you know when you watch people with doing greed or, or abuses these things are like oof they don't Nobody wants to go and hang out in that. That's a lower state of consciousness. Then you have higher states of consciousness, which is freedom, joy, peace, unity, where you're like, I love you no matter what. I can, uh, empathy, I understand. I, I can't walk in your shoes, but I can imagine, right? Um, present moment where it's like, I'm not going to focus on that. Ex the massive expansion where you're just like, oh. I can just be me. All of these are ways that they feel good. You're like, this feels good, right? That's what we are shifting entire human collective into, meaning we're pulling out of lower states and pulling into a dimensional field that doesn't have those lower states of consciousness anymore. It's a slow progression. So if you start thinking in that term, in those terms, if you start thinking just, just as simple as that, you may start to see systems that everybody's talking about that are conspiracy theories. Well, wait a second. What's the consciousness that's in those conspiracy theories? What's the consciousness? Forget about the person that's saying it. Forget about the emotion that's coming from the person. What's the consciousness? People don't want to wear masks. Well, why do they not want to wear masks? Because they want choice right? Really, it's not about saving people's lives. It's really about they want choice. They want to be able to choose. They want freedom, right? So it's like, oh, well, of course, this is going to be coming up right now. Why? Because this, those fear and, free, free, fear and freedom and choice, which is control, are the consciousnesses that we're starting to, 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 uh, to shift, Right? So you start to see why this is all unraveling. And it's like, oh, which is why COVID has been a perfect initiation because COVID makes no sense to anyone. There's a thousand, you could put a thousand scientists in a room, 500 of them are going to have scientific proof about it that's one way, and 500 scientists will have scientific proof showing the complete opposite. That's a fact. That is an absolute fact. And so it's perfect because what it's doing is it's allowing the human to still see a divide. It's allowing the human to see the different consciousnesses. One side's like, oh no, we want freedom and choice and sovereignty. The other side's saying, oh no, tell me what to do. I'm going to be in fear. I'm going to be restricted, right? So 
we're seeing this happen, but if we can start looking at it through the lens of consciousness, it gets a little bit more fun, right? We could not have done this awakening if COVID made sense to everyone. Mm. We couldn't have. We wouldn't have woken up. If COVID made sense, right, and everyone around the globe was like, oh, yeah, for sure, this is a massive pandemic like the plague, like the black, the bubonic plague or whatever that was, right? Where it was like, oh, my God, this is an absolute, like, heck yes, follow the rules, right? But it wasn't. And it wasn't because it wasn't supposed to be, because it was going to create the divide to wake up. Look at how many millions of humans woke up. Wow. Yeah. So true. Yeah. And, and the fact, right, like we've all like for the most part, like been home and been like, like you said, like, you know, stuck at home. So it's like you are questioning things. You are researching things. You're like you said, you're opening up, you're awakening and saying like, what is this and why is this happening? And, and you're right. It's true. It, 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 for, for many of us, it doesn't make sense. Right. And that's why so many people are so confused because it's like, I mean, if you actually step out of the mainstream media, you will receive, and even the mainstream, not the mainstream media, there are, there are some avenues where you can, they are starting to sprinkle in, you know, uh, some other alternative ways of thinking. But, you know, if you step out of the mainstream media and you start to look at other media outlets like OAN on YouTube, and I can't remember the other one that's on YouTube, um, Newsmax. Uh, Sky, Sky West Australia, I think it's Sky West. I can't remember, but it's a fabulous news station. Um, they are, and I think there's other news stations around the world that are providing information that the mainstream media in the United States does not provide. Um, there's a lot of information if you are, if you are curious to say, well, what is the other quote unquote side saying, right? And then you're always going to hold your, you know, you're going to, whatever feels most resonant to you and that feels most, you know, safe, you'll fall back on, I guess. But, um, you know, that's what's so great about the COVID is, <laughs> I mean, it's just a shit show. It's a massive shit show. And unfortunately i'm not laughing because of what's happened but i'm laughing because it is it is you cannot pinpoint it and and you know it's just fascinating that a virus that has a 99.9 to 99.5% survival rating for people under 70 I'll say that again, 99.5 to 99.9% .9 survival rate for people under 70. That's a fact, that's on CDC, if you believe the CDC, which everyone apparently does, that's, a, that's an actual statistic. I'm not making that up out of some you know, random news station. So their mainstream media isn't gonna tell us that because that, re that reduces fear and anxiety and stress and worry. We may actually like come at them and start pounding the streets, right? But if you actually go and do some research, you'll figure that out. And then you're going to say to yourself, well, wait a second here. What? Wait, hold on. What? <laughs> what? Right? And then, and then you realize like, oh, this is, this is the great awakening. Okay, let's go. I'm ready to play games. I'm re ready to play ball, you know? 
So there's so many levels to this, right? It's like you can get caught up in that piece where you're like, oh my God, 99.9% .9 for children, right? And we're masking them. You can go to that place. I can go to that place. And then I can go to the place of, this is the multidimensional piece, bringing it back to the beginning. Then I can also go to, oh no, but this is perfect because it's exactly how it has to unravel in order for the human collective to shift right mm -hmm. we have to we have to see the chaos we have to see the manipulation we have to see the mind control we have to see the fear we have to see it we have to so it's beautiful and then there's a layer that's like oh my god it infuriates me it's like <gasps> like no you guys let's let's think a little bit more around this right so it's just like oh okay multi-dimensional multi-layered all these different things happening how are we not going crazy right how are we not losing our minds? Truly. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely have my days, that's for sure. But I love that you brought it back to the beginning of the show with the multidimensional because you're right. It's like, I think for most, they're going to have to see it. It's going to have to be in front of them and they're going to have to realize that it's not necessarily just what is in front of them and actually be like, okay, there is more to this, like you said, because there is more to all of this than just one thing that is in front of you. Yes. So yeah, like let's dissect. Okay. Like you just start dissecting it, right? Like that's what I do every day in my life. I'm always dissecting the layers that I'm responding to it with. Right. So like if I see somebody driving in their car with a mask on, that's a massive trigger for me. It's a me real too. big trigger. It's a, it's a, I go into massive amounts. I literally, it doesn't matter what state of consciousness I am. If I see somebody wearing a mask in a car, I literally lose my shit. And so I watch that, right? I'm like, oh, look at Lori. You just lost your shit on someone who's just in a lot of fear or just forgot to take their mask off. Most likely they're in a lot of fear. Okay, great. Now, how do I go past that into a different layer? Well, sometimes I'll just let myself have the anger and I'll just keep driving and I'll just forget. And then the anger passes. And sometimes I'll be like, oh yeah, this is the human collective shifting. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. If it wasn't this kooky, if it wasn't this crazy, we wouldn't be shifting as quickly. It's got to get real kooky. Like I got to see a whole car full of people. No, no, no. I got to see one man with a mask and his, and his roof down. He's got a, he's got a, a whole convertible, no joke, convertible mask on all by himself right? It's got to get that crazy for us to wake up. And so it's like, okay, keep going. I, I guess I'm just gonna, I, I, okay, I'll get angry, but let's just keep going. This is, this is what, you know, and then you think about, you know, if there's people listening, they're like, oh, no, no, but I drive with a mask on in my car. It's like, okay, I have compassion and empathy for you because you are living in a lot of fear. That's okay. That's the consciousness we're clearing, right? So, even though I say the things that I'm saying and I get angry with the person wearing the mask because it's like, I don't get it. I also have empathy and compassion. Like I get that that man's scared shitless. He thinks he's going to die. Maybe he has a disease. Maybe somebody at his house has a disease. Maybe somebody has like, I don't know, something. Maybe there's a 90-year-old living at the house. I don't know, right? So I could go into those layers and have a little bit more compassion. Right. Yeah. Right. But, you know. So basically, so what I got from that is, is like, it's going to have to get crazier for it to essentially get quote unquote better and for us to further shift. It's going to have to keep being thrown in our faces and shown to us in waves of things that a lot of it, we're probably going to be like, what, what the hell, what is that? And because it's essentially necessary for the collective, am I getting that correctly? A bingo. And remember what we were saying earlier, we were like, it's going to take some people, like some of us woke up 
right? Some of us through COVID, we were like, wait, this doesn't seem right. Wait, this doesn't seem right. Hold on. That's what is my, what is my, what is my governor doing? Or like, wait, what is my state senator doing? Or what is my president doing? Or what, you know, we start waking up because certain things trigger us that just don't seem right any longer. And it, that trigger of waking up is gonna be different for a lot of people. And for millions of people, this experience didn't wake them up yet. So what is gonna wake them up? I don't, when I say wake them up, I mean jolt them out of the facade and the illusion. There's nothing wrong with the facade and the illusion, the sort of the man behind the Wizard of Oz voice, right? When you peel back, you know, and you see that old little old man, he seems so scary and then you're like, that's it, right? So there's nothing wrong with that process of unraveling and learning what's behind all of this. Um, it's all, it's gonna happen. It's just allowing that human to take their time and, you know, but it will continue. And the crazier it gets, it's like, okay, great. We're really doing this now. Um, let's go, let's go, let's go. So there's just that, those human pieces and then the higher perspective and then the, it's a, it's crazy. And oh my goodness gracious. You're saying like, you know, like, you know, it's going to all play out and it's all going to come together. What would you say, you know, to kind of like wrap this all up together for those that are listening, for those that can, can hold it, or even if they can't, maybe they keep it in their mind for, you know, later on. How do you, you know, from now, almost at the end of 2020, going into 2021, how do you help yourself, I guess, start to shift and hold that higher consciousness? And how do you allow yourself to navigate as much as humanly possible during this time? Like, what would be your, you know, advice for the whole thing? I mean, there's a couple of things that I've been doing that I would, that I recommend. I mean, always, always having compassion for yourself. So that's first, I think, meaning whatever you're feeling, any anger, sadness, anxiety, stress, joy, peace, love, whatever you're feeling, um, try to learn compassion or practice, I should say, compassion, practice compassion for yourself. How am I giving myself compassion today or am I beating myself up? Am I telling myself I'm not good enough? I shouldn't be feeling this. Why am I feeling this? There's something wrong with me. Um, you'll move through this a lot smoother, a lot more ease and grace if you can start practicing compassion, meaning it's okay, Lori, you're okay. You're a rock star. You're just really depressed today or you're having a really tough day. You're, you're anxious, you're irritable. Like, look at what's going on. So that's the first thing. Give your, be aware of the compassion that you're giving yourself. Second thing is start observing yourself. You've, we have got to start practicing the observer, which means I am not my emotion. I am not my thoughts. I'm not my beliefs. And I'm sure not my behaviors. I am being that. I am thinking that. I am feeling that. So we're learning how to watch myself. Oh, I am now going to have an argument with my friend. Oh, I am not going to have. I'm now having an argument. I am now irritated with my mother or my father. I am now yelling at my child. I am now going to take a bath. I am now going to the grocery store. I am now in my car. Like the more you can literally like every now moment observe yourself, it seems a little bit crazy, but that's how you become the observer is you're watching yourself be human. Like you're watching yourself. Like right now you and I are having this conversation on podcast, like we're talking and this is so fun and this is what we're doing and how great there's people that are going to listen. And this is us being the human, right? So you practice that observation. That's number two. 
And then number three is remembering that bigger picture, right? Which is, this is all a shift in consciousness. And, and if you can't grasp that, what can you grasp around a bigger picture, right? That it's not about Biden and Trump. It's not about MSNBC and OAN, right? These divided way things. It's about consciousness and energy. It's about frequency. And that is what is shifting. And what we see is the physicality of it. We see an Anderson Cooper standing there. We see a Trump standing there. We see, you know, another political figure or some other, whatever. We see that, but it's the consciousness behind it that is actually shifting. And when you can start observing that, then it really allows you to go through this with a lot more, a lot more ease and grace. Right. You know? Yeah, and not feel like you are literally being turned upside down and like having a tornado. Right. And also that analogy that came in, which was brilliant, the earthquake one, that was so good. Um, I love when these random analogies come in. When, when you're feeling that earthquake, like, oh my God, I'm about to fall off my, my chair because my world is collapsing. Give yourself compassion observe, oh my God, there's the earthquake. Things are starting to rattle around me. I'm uncomfortable. Give yourself compassion for that. Of course you're uncomfortable. There's nothing wrong with you. That's called being human, right? That this is all just being human. There's nothing wrong with any of this. There's no such thing as this is how you have to get through it. You're not supposed to be sad. You're not supposed to be depressed. You're not supposed to cling on to things. You're not supposed to want certain things. You're not supposed to have attachments, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you are until you no longer do right? And so you give yourself compassion for it. Like you give yourself compassion and then you just remember, oh yeah, this is the shift. Oh yeah. I hate this. I hate what Lori was saying. I wish I'd never heard her say this because now it's in my head and now I got to pay attention to it and I don't want to go through this. Right. And, and then you just strap on and you're like, okay, you strap on the seatbelt and, and you start, and you start courageously doing it. And you realize that you're not alone. There are other people like you and me and so many others that are doing it um done it and continuing to do it and that's how we're all coming together right that's 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 this beautiful energetic web um all over the world that we're all in different phases but we're all doing this literally like arm in arm like we're holding each other's hands and like i don't care where you are in the world we're holding hands and we're like holy shit how are you doing today well today was a doozy Right? And they're like, oh my God, my day was great. I loved my day. And we're like, okay, well, you know, off we go. And we do our days together on an energetic level. Yes, I love that. And that's such a, such a great message because it's true. We are all hand in hand. We are all as a collective together and we are all working together, whether we realize it or not, we are. And we are all trying to help each other as much as possible so we can shift and get to, you know, this next place. And so Lori, my last, you know, I could talk to you forever as you know, but my last question would be like, what do, what should we, I don't want to say expect, but what, what is essentially to come in these coming months and going into 2021 as far as just, you know, not necessarily obviously a prediction or anything like that, but just in general, like what, what is to come? What, what can we, um, you know, um, I guess expect to expect prepare for, yeah, what can we prepare for? Um, So I, 
I'm hesitating because what my guides are show, telling me, I'm like, no, that's not what I'm, that's not what. So, <laughs> so they were saying calm. They were, they said, uh, uh, there, there will be a feeling of calm. Um, I don't know what the freak that means and why they're saying that, but they're saying in the beginning of 2021, there will be this feeling of calm. Um, depending upon how you're looking at it. So, so let me just get this real clear. Hold on. Okay. I got it. Ugh. Okay. I got it. Okay. I got real hot flashed. So we have been practicing how to be in the eye of the storm, many of us. Meaning, how do I remain calm when there's chaos all around me? Have you been practicing that is what they're saying. Have you been practicing being calm? Have you been practicing learning how to be and remain calm? I don't know what they mean. Like, I don't know what's coming when they say that. Okay. But all I know is what they're saying. And they're saying calm. And they're saying, have you been practicing in the last 10 months? Every single moment that we've had, I will tell you this much. Every single moment that you have had since COVID hit has been an opportunity to learn how to prepare yourself for what's coming. We have not even seen what's coming. Okay. So this has all been like a practice to be able to learn how to be in higher states of consciousness in the midst of chaos. How have you done? There isn't a right or wrong about this when they ask that. They're seriously asking you, can you take up inventory? What have you learned? Can you stay calm? Do you go right into fear and anxiety and stress? If you do, what helps you come back to calm, right? Start inventorying how you have been the last 10 months. What are the tools that you now have in your belt? Because you are going to not only need it for yourself, but you're gonna need it for others around you. So January is going to be a very, very chaotic, crazy month. December is a month where we are going to be able to really actively increase our frequency and our vibration if we choose. Meaning, do you want to release anything that is holding you back? Do you want to release those traumas? Do you want to release those relationships? Like, this is not about you any longer. This is about humanity. It's about you, but it's really also about humanity. That's why you're here. That's why you're listening to this podcast, right? You're not listening to this podcast just willy-nilly, okay? Something drew you to this podcast and something has had you listen to the entire almost, you know, two hours, hour and 40 minutes. So you are here to help humanity. You are here to assist humanity, meaning the humans that are going to be suffering, the humans that are going to be in fear, the humans that are going to be screaming and yelling and not knowing what to do. 
This is what we've been practicing. So it's not about us preparing for the worst. It's about us preparing to be calm with what's coming. And so December is going to allow us to release anything else, um, to activate our bodies more. The body is what's holding the light. The body is what's holding the higher frequencies, right? So what do we need to do? More meditation, more prayer? I don't know. Figure it out, whatever you need. It's a boost. And then we're going to step into January. And it's going to be go time. So I, I, they're not telling me, you know, there's going to be a massive... It's just not going to be pretty, but it's not going to be bad. Okay. It's just, it's going to be, it's just, we're going to have to learn how to be calm. It's got tingles again. I just looked at the clock and I'm like, it's four, four, four. It should be a three, three, three. And now it's four, four, four. Yeah. Okay. It's, there's nothing to be afraid of. Right. But we do have to, we have to start to take it seriously. What we're here to do. Um, you know, it, we have to, we have to, we're warriors, we're warriors of light. I don't care what you call yourself, but we're warriors of light. And what that means is that we are literally here to shine our light. It, it, that, it's not a foo-foo word. It's not a, I don't care about spirituality. It's, it's, we're here to shine our light. We're here to, we're here to shift humanity. And um, we're going to see a lot of crazy stuff. Uh, well, we're going to see a lot of crazy stuff, beautiful stuff, beautiful stuff, crazy stuff, all kinds of stuff. So all they're showing me is January and they're just saying calm. So I had to dissect that a little bit. I won't really go into more detail of what they're showing me, but cause I don't know why they're showing me a specific thing, but I will say that for the United States, it's all based around the, the political system in January. So I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I don't want to go into it. I don't like dive. I don't like okay. knowing. I, yeah, well, I get anxiety. I love that you yeah. shared like anything that you were getting. I mean, like, I, I know, like, I mean, you get so many messages by the minute. Like, I know you're like literally sitting there dissecting it. So I appreciate that you're like sharing any of it. I think it's so cool. Well, my guides, my guides never tell me and I never, I never ask. And the reason they don't tell me is because I don't know if you noticed, but I think I even said it. I was like, oh, I'm getting a hot flash. Oh, yeah. I, I get nauseous and I get hot flashes because I start to see what, what they're showing me. And I, do, I can't, I don't want to know. Um, so, you're yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and also, it's like, what, what can I do about anything now anyways, right? So let me just like not have any of it. And that's not to say that there's something bad coming that I'm getting hot flashes or a stomach. It just means that I can't, I can't understand it or predict it really. It just, it just has this feeling of like, you know, be prepared and, and be calm. So really the end of the day is what have we learned? And, and, and can we, can we practice really starting to remain calm when they start telling us all these crazy things all over the world, right? Like our job is to remain calm, not to play in it. Okay. Well, I mean, I think that's a great message and a great place to leave off. And Lori, thank you so much for, you know, being such a guidance, not just to me, but to the truly to the collective and everything you share and how honest and real and raw you show up. I know it's not easy to be vulnerable just as human. And then for you as an ascension and guide and everything you do in your spiritual teaching, I can't imagine it's easy at all. So thank you for, you know, truly being a light and, you know, holding space and helping all of us and helping us all shift as we navigate, you know, this crazy, uh, but beautiful, wild time of 
2020. Um, and everyone, you know, you heard Lori, like, really take inventory of your life and everything that's been going on for the past eight, nine months. And, you know, what are you learning? What are you shifting? What are you doing? And what can you continue to do? And like she said, you know, find that calm, because as things rattle more, you need to find your inner knowingness and your calmness. Bingo. Beautifully said. And thank you, Allie, for everything that you have done, are doing, and will continue to do. There's a massive ripple effect that you that you have that you may not realize, right? So um, know that your that your that that your work matters a lot, and it has a massive impact. So, and all of you that are listening, I love you. Thank you for being here with me. Yes, we love you, Lori. I love you. Thank you so much. And tell us, of course, everyone can find you, but just tell us where to find you. Uh, my YouTube channel is Lori Lad L O R I E L A D D. And my website is Lori Ladd, L-O-R-I-E-L-A-D-D. And then Instagram is L-O-R-I-E underscore L-A-D-D. And she also has a Patreon um, if you guys want to support her there. And for whatever reason, you can't find her because of censorship and whatever else, you can find her uh, Patreon. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I know my YouTube channel is doing some funky things, but, um, you know, I'm still there. So that's yeah. good. Yes, that's good. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Lori. Seriously, thank you for being a light. And guys, you know, just... Keep your calm and, and find your inner knowingness. That's, that's the best we can all do. So thank you all for listening. And until next time. Thanks for listening to Everything with Allie Levine. If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe, tune in weekly for new episodes, and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired. 